Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, we may be going in blind as we return with another interview. We'll be shooting out the questions. The Captain Lee Anderton joins us this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the dudes who can barely tell the difference between rock and roll, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. And welcome to the pod, everybody. Episode, what is it, 112? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah 112. Still counting. Yeah. Yeah, we're still doing this. <laughs> still doing it. Still, unfortunately, still doing it. Uh, so real quick, thank you to all of our loyal listeners and any new listeners out there, too. We appreciate you joining us for this uh, very special podcast, this show today, tonight, whenever you're listening to it. Go check us out at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram, where we post clips of all this stuff and memes and all the fun stuff. And uh, also go go check out our private Facebook group. No questions asked. Let We'll let you in uh, at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. Lots of fun going on. And um, yeah, I think uh, without further ado, oh, and go check out, go if you if you want to support the show, you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash guitar dads podcast, where each and every week you get a little bonus content. If you are a uh, $3 subscriber, you can you can join at, at a dollar to kind of support the show, kind of keep this thing going. And we also have a new tier at five bucks. If you so choose, that is our producer tier. So you are also able to uh, give us ideas and we will put them on the show. So, yes. yeah. Anyway, let's get right into it. We, as I said in the intro, we, uh, we got, uh, we got the captain here. We got Lee Anderton with us. So we're really excited. Hey, Lee, thanks for uh, joining us. You're very welcome. And it's good to be with a couple of fellow guitar dads. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as as we nice. said before we started recording, you are like one of the ultimate guitar dads, right? So, yeah, living the we dream. Definitely think, yeah, living you the dream. are living the dream. <laughs> well, we definitely want to get into a lot of stuff. We have a lot of questions for you, Lee, because you know, obviously, Andertons has has become, you know, I would say one of the most, in, you know, absolutely one of the most influential channels on YouTube. Probably one of the most influential guitar stores in the world now. So, I mean, it's kind of an amazing story, right? So, so you know, I think we want to get into that with you for sure. But Dave, did you want to start with other things before we get into? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into the dataverse and get into to a quick news and notes segment real quick. You know, we usually go long on this, but we're not going to today. I just wanted no, to won't. point out, uh, and I'm curious about what Lee thinks. Um, we just passed the, uh, I think the 13 year anniversary of the death of Ronnie James Dio. And, yeah. you know, we don't talk about him as much, but uh, is he, he's certainly one of the greatest rock singers of all time. Is he, could he be the greatest? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a large, that's no, a, he's not, he's not the greatest. He's, he's not the one great. of the greatest. I mean, are we going to get into a discussion the about the greatest rock singers of all no, time? No, is no, that no. what we're going to do? No. Um, I don't know. What, Lee, what, what do you think? think what do you think of Dio? Is that your thing, Lee? I don't. I, my sense is not quite your thing. He, um, I, honestly, the sort of I, I, I kind of, yeah, not. It's not my number one kind of genre. Yeah. Uh, when I think of Dio, I kind of think of. Now, I'm either going to get this terribly wrong here and 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 be talking of someone completely different, but he did, he was in Deep Purple for a patch. Wasn't that's he? right. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So and I, that's probably the 
that was probably the only I never really listened to his the Dio band or anything like that. So it yeah. had just been his sort of bit with Deep Purple. And yep. I feel bad on the anniversary of his death to tell you he wasn't my favorite <laughs> Deep Purple singer. But well, well, yeah, I think obviously yeah. an amazing but yes, an amazing singer and obviously an important part of kind of rock history totally um yeah but yeah uh, uh no. certainly not the greatest but one of one of them we, we, I, I think he's i mean he's incredible i discovered dio later like i didn't you know you know i was you know i'm a big zeppelin fan so for me it's robert plant all day and every day um and you know but you listen to dio and you're like wow this guy really could sing and this guy had the mm. screams and it wasn't just the screams it was the like this really great kind of vibrato and sustain he had to his voice i mean it's just amazing stuff so. i'm i'm going inspired by the t-shirt and i just think steven tyler's the best rock singer oh, oh well, I mean, there hey, you go no, you're, yeah you're gonna you're no, not gonna get any arguments from dave on that because dave's no, a massive no, man yeah, Steve, he you know can that, still kind of do it too. Yeah. He's, you know, he's lost a, a few steps, but he's still, you know, he can still do it. So yeah. he, he is incredible. seventy. What is he? Seventy four? I think. Now? I think. He's no, I don't know, but we just. I am. We we uh, we saw Aerosmith the last time they toured the UK. So we're going now. Maybe wow, six or seven years ago, I think. Oh, okay. And then they were supposed to tour the UK and got cancelled by COVID. And their farewell tour doesn't look like it's coming to the uk so oh. my wife and i are seriously considering buying tickets to come to the states to just see one of the shows oh you oh, should yeah. you know do you think it's, i don't extreme. think it's gonna be farewell i don't i it's like oh. every other it's like kiss and everybody else like they call it the farewell that just keeps going on and on and on so no isn't i don't um, imagine they're gonna hit the uk the 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 um oh man the ba- I forget the bass player's name but i don't think he's well i think it is the sort of Farewell yeah, story. Tom Hamilton. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was, a number of years ago, he was he he was diagnosed and re, and and I believe is in remission from cancer. Right. Oh, okay. Um, so well, that would be great I, news. Yeah. So we're yeah. in the Boston area here, and Boston is a short flight from the UK. I just I was actually just in London, like a month or so ago, uh, for it, work. It would definitely so be. It's not bad. One of the East Coast. Yeah, be <laughs> yeah. one of the East Coast. New York or Boston. Yeah, New, New York flight. or Boston or yeah. Atlanta. I think is yeah. is on the tour. So. I don't know if we can justify <laughs> flying to America to see a concert, but, <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I feel bad now because we've sort of usurped what was a uh, was a Dio. touching tribute no, no, to yeah. uh, Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll talk. I'll I'll talk Aerosmith any day. Yeah, week, you, so you it's can all right Dave. with me. Dave and I saw him saw um, Aerosmith last fall at fenway park which i don't know if you do you know about fenway park in the uk it's a famous yeah. baseball park in boston it's probably one of the most famous ones in in the, in the in the united states um and they do concerts there so it was pretty cool to see them but i'll tell you what like they hadn't toured in a while it was a little bit rough right <laughs> you know steam yep. tower sound overall it sounded good but you know they definitely weren't kind of as tight as they they should have been their drummer, you know, Joey Kramer is wasn't playing with them. It was like their longtime drum drum tech who was playing with them. Okay. So it's not quite the same thing. Like you, you're starting to see. That's why I think it, I think you're mm. right. It could be the farewell tour. Anyway, it's um, you definitely have to be careful with those sort of fa- you, you know you you, you you have all your you know you have all these amazing memories of when the bands were in their in yep. their you know prime, and uh, I don't know. I, I kind of felt the last. Not let down is the wrong word, but I, I sort of regret seeing the last ACDC tour. Oh, it's, yeah. It's oh, like, really? Well, just because it's just not 
It's not the same. It's not the ACDC when it was right. just like so much energy. You know, that, and let's be honest with you. I hope I'm in as good a shape as they are when I'm their age. Totally. I'm not, it's but, true. But yeah. it's different to seeing a band when they're in their 30s or 40s or even their 50s to an extent. I think once... Once you start getting the wrong side of 60, 70, you're sort of going, yep. you got to be, I mean, I get Mick Jagger. He still seems to be able to pull it out the bag, but everybody else just. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. At some point it gets a little bit sad. I mean, we're even yeah. seeing that, you know, Dave and I just are just over the summer. We just, every podcast, we just, every, we just couldn't get enough of giving Motley Crue a hard time. <laughs> about how bad Vince Neil sounded and how it was like a, it was just a travesty that he was touring on a, a world tour with this band. It's like this guy doesn't belong on a stage, right? Anyway, but <laughs> all right, I feel, all right. I feel <laughs> mean. This is this is like that's, that's a little just, cruel. Yeah, yeah. We're, they're just we legends, aren't they? They're, <laughs> they're, they're total legends. legends. And and if they want to do it and people want to see it, then well, that's what I said. I said, you know, play. why not? You it's, know, people are paying the money. I mean, good mm. for them. You know. And people don't care. I think that's the other thing, Lee. People don't care. They just they want to go there and live it and see these legends. And so, you know, it is what it is, right? Like I'm I love Guns N' Roses. I'm yeah, seeing, Axel- I was gonna say, I'm yeah. seeing Guns in in June in the UK, big outdoor high oh, awesome. festival. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um so let's hope that Axel and company are in good shape and sounding good. That I think they do. I think they've they been sounding sound pretty good these they days. They sound yeah. great. I'm excited about that tour too. So so All right. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener... We invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. What do we think, Dave? All right, let's get let's get yeah, let's get right into this. This is um, we apologize to Ronnie's uh, family. We we apologize to Ronnie's family for not saying nicer things. No, Ronnie's incredible. Look, he was incredible, (laughs) incredible stuff. Like I said, probably one of the best singers ever. We can leave it at that. Okay. (laughs) All right, right. Dave, you want to start with questions? You you want? Where do you want? Yeah, where do you want to start? So I mean, I'm I you know I. I know the history, you know, you can go online, read the history about Andertons. You know, this is, this was started by your father and grandfather. Is that, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 1964, but you know, I think you're the one responsible for bringing this into the modern times. And I got to tell you, you know, when I really started getting back into electric or when I really started getting into electric guitar, which is roughly about 10 years or so ago now, you know, I was looking for an Epiphone Les Paul. I go on YouTube. Who do I see? You and Rob Chapman shooting out the Epiphone Les Paul. Like you really pioneered this thing about let's do. I mean, I know other people were doing reviews on YouTube at the time. And definitely, you know, what's his name? Andy from um, yeah. the pedal, the pedal shop. I forget what it was called now. Oh, geez. You know, he yeah. was uh, doing that. Pro, at guitar, the, pro, guitar, pro shop. guitar shop, you know, yeah. And, yep. and, you know, Andy was doing it, but then you guys really started to do it. And and so I don't know. I'd love to hear like the origin story of 
you know, when did you realize YouTube is a thing we should be doing? And and then how did you approach it? Like, how did how did this thing all start? I'm just so interested in it. You know, <laughs> I know well, you had like yeah, a black I mean, leather I'm, couch. <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously, you know, eternally grateful to my dad and and uh, my granddad for starting the store in the 60s. And, and yep. I was fascinated with um, the gu- guitars and stuff right from, a, a you know, my teenage years. So I, I flunked all of my education and everything and just <laughs> wanted to basically work in this crazy little guitar store that my dad owned um because i just thought it was a cool place um and i i guess by the time we got to around about the sort of late noughties so what be 2006 2007 yeah. you know i'd already been here for coming up 20 years you know from when oh, i wow. literally started mm. as a you know working in, in the summers as a kid yeah so i kind of we'd already established ourselves as a fairly sort of we'd moved beyond that sense of it was just a little local guitar store in a town we were a fairly decent mail you know we had a fairly decent mail order business for Ambertons I was looking I'd moved on from just you know working on the sales floor selling guitars and it was you know I was looking for ideas to where, where were we going next and I, I have to credit Andy at Pro Guitar Shop, and I've, I've said this, you know, numerous occasions. He, one hundred percent, he was the inspiration for starting YouTube, um, because, you know, I saw Andy doing these demos, and I'm hearing these root, these sort of anecdotes coming out of the states that this little Pro Guitar Shop thing is all of a sudden the biggest Boss pedal dealer in North America, yeah. you know. And I'm thinking, like, holy shit, you know, that's like. Um, <laughs> You know that in a in a in a market dominated by guitar center and stuff all of a sudden you've got this quirky little mail order store selling more boss pedals than anyone else so that was like okay i need to do this and then and i have to be honest with you at that time i'm thinking very commercially you know i'm i'm sure. literally thinking this is qvc for pedals in yeah. the uk right yeah um i then find rob chapman on youtube um and he has a subscriber base of about ten thousand people at the time and of course in my head i'm going how many months does it take to see ten thousand people in anderton's yeah like there might even be a year i don't know and this guy's going to make one video and ten thousand people are going to see it yeah so mind blown by this idea that ten thousand people might tune in to watch a video so I sent Rob a message and he didn't live that close. I mean, he was maybe two hours away, something like that. And we'd never met oh, okay. each other before. So I was like, Rob, you know, this is, I'm, I'm Lee from Anderton's, you know, kind of interested in seeing how we could use your YouTube channel to promote products that we sell through Anderton's. So Rob was like, you know, li- little did I know at, at this time, but, you know, Rob is completely broke you know, got no money, uh, massively in debt. You know, it's like he'd given up his job and everything to pursue this YouTube thing. But as I'm sure anyone on YouTube now will tell you, oh, there's my, just turn this off. You know, at that kind of uh, uh, sort of 2,000, um, sorry, 10,000 subscribers like that, you're not making any money at that kind of level or yeah, you're making yeah. buttons at that kind of level. Right. Um 
anyway, Rob said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll come up and we can discuss. And, and, and we ended up doing a, you know, shaking hands and saying, well, okay, come up once a month. We'll spend a day together. We'll film some content and we'll put it on your channel because obviously that's how we get 10,000 yeah. people to see it. Um, and we did that maybe three or four times, probably put the first 10 videos out and it wasn't making any difference to sales at all. It was a oh. crappy, low quality production, um, crappy audio, you know, like, <laughs> but so zero real commercial upside, but we were having a, a blast doing it. So Rob and I really hit it off. Yeah. And there were some comments coming up on the videos. The videos generally were getting, were well received. People just found them entertaining. They, they, I guess Rob, I have Rob to thank for this. You know, Rob always wanted to be honest to the audience about stuff. So he was quite uncomfortable with this idea that we were just going to sell, 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 you know, and, and, and yeah. to be totally honest with you, I was probably more comfortable just having fun and being honest as well. So mm. anyway, a little few comments started to kind of drip through saying, um, Hey guys, I, I've, I've just bought this thing from Anderton's. It's not a product that you featured on there, but I'm enjoying the content that you're making and I kind of want to support what you're doing. So I've just bought this thing, this pedal from Anderton's, whatever like that. And that was the light bulb moment for me, or at least a sort of early days light bulb moment that, okay, this isn't QVC. This is kind of community. This is about doing something, having fun with guitar, being honest about stuff, but being honest while still sort of respecting the sensitivities of relationships I have with suppliers and stuff, sure. but feeling like it was doable. You know, it, people kind of have this, you know, but the people have made a living on YouTube or some people have made a living on YouTube by just assassinating products that they don't like and being this sort of people's champion. Don't buy this. It's rubbish. Buy this. It's much better. <laughs> and I don't necessarily believe that's entirely true. You know, the, the, the last 15, 20 years of, of, of the music industry is different to when I started. There's not bad products and good products. There's just loads of good products. Yeah. And you just find the one that you connect with rather than. You know, that's where the, that's, that's the choice now. It's just, what do you like personally? It's not which one is good and which one is bad anymore. Yeah. yeah so I right. felt quite comfortable kind of sitting with products around us and going, well, I like this one, but you might not. And Rob might like this one, but I might not. And, and it, I, I sort of felt we could have these and it was, and it was fun. So that, and, and it was at that point that the sort of the light bulb moment went off. And it grew, you know, one day a month, became two days a month, became three days a month, became four days a month until it got to the point where I just said to Rob, I think I need to get, we, we, Rob's channel had grown to three or 400,000 subscribers by this time, you know, we were, we were, it was taking up quite a lot of time. And I, and I think I felt, I, I knew that the time was right to say to Rob, um, we need to move this on. I can't, we need to move this onto an Anderson's channel now. It's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that if this is really going to fly and be a big part of what we do, it can't be on Rob Chapman's channel. It has to be on Anderson's channel. Right. Oh yeah. And, and, yep. and, and Rob was very gracious and 
you know, we, we did a deal and, 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 uh, Rob gave over the content and, 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 and agreed to carry on presenting on the Anderson's channel and stuff. So we very, very quickly grew kind of our sort of the, the Rob Chapman fan base kind of came over to the Anderton's channel. Um, and then I was very conscious about thinking, okay, this can't just be me and Rob. So it was about, we, 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 we asked Pete, in fact, the whole Pete Honore thing is that, that was, a that probably wouldn't have happened had it not been for the infamous cab clone video but you know we we, we employed Pete <laughs> so and we, i wasn't going to ask you about that lee but you brought it up so i was going to ask there's you enough. about pete i was going to ask you about the kind of origin of pete and i happen to know that story i know this yeah i don't i know i know obviously you don't have to get into that but yeah i mean that was part of it so anyway there, there, there's <laughs> enough water under the bridge now yeah and, and you know boogie have new owners and stuff so it's yeah. not I mean, look, long and the short of it is Boogie released a product that um, they, they were very excited about. And, and the manual said, yeah, just plug your amp into this and DI into your mixer and it will sound just like your 4 by 12 So Rob and I did this video of going, <laughs> wow, it doesn't sound anything like it literally doesn't sound anything like the 4 by 12 um, But But there you go. So we put it out there. To yeah. be totally honest with you, I think there was some naivety on our part about understanding IRs and how we could yeah. have applied IRs to it to, to sort of, you know, so I think it was a combination of a product that maybe Boogie had overhyped, a badly written manual that claimed it kind of did stuff that, you know, without telling you, you should do other stuff. Yeah. And Rob and I not really knowing anything about how to put IRs on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we put this video out. Boogie went ape shit for want of a better word. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Like, you know, you need to take that video down. And and I was a bit like, oh, God, this is like not cool. Yeah. So anyway, we sort of, the, the video got taken down and then they sent Pete Hanore in to kind of um, go, look, you just did it wrong. This is how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. So the second video gets shot. Rob and I are looking at it going, still doesn't sound great, Rob. You know, it's just like... <laughs> Uh, you know, but don't say anything, you know, it's just like, and unfortunately, Pete was the, we became the fall guy, really, you know, he he had a job did, demonstrating huh? for Boogie, and he kind of became the fall guy of that. And I felt bad. Um, and he, Pete didn't actually live that far from Anderson's. And, and I got on well with him. And I'd known him for a year or so by then anyway. And I was just like, man, you just need to come and work for us. You know, it's just like, it's, awesome. it's um so yeah it was good good timing so yeah and that that started the journey of just I, i'm i'm forever trying to i i know i need to be you know i'm forever trying to sort of extract myself from anderton's youtube as sort of going on I'm, I'm very conscious that we need other presenters and other points of views and younger people and a more diverse kind of set of presenters yeah. um but i don't know I just, it's so much fun to make videos with Pete that I just end up going, I think we could just I think do them all ourselves, the charm. Pete, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's right. I, I mean, that's I think right, that's part Lee. of the charm of you, the, the two of you, that you guys have such great chemistry on there and it's yeah. really enjoyable to watch the con. I mean, you and the, the older videos of you and Rob, I mean, you can't, the, some of the, the comedy in that and the mm -hmm. entertainment value, I think still stands today, but um you know what you and and, and peter doing i you know yeah. i would i would be sad to see you kind of step back and bring in more people because i i just yeah you know i think but a lot of fans I, kind of enjoy I it think rob rob had 
Rob had the more comedic ideas. You know, Rob wanted to dress in fancy dress, shoot in funny locations, yeah. have yeah. funny storylines of things. And I, and I kind of, I'm not sure that I'm, although I had a laugh doing those videos, I think as soon as Rob wasn't in it, I didn't have the personality to, to kind of pull that off. So Pete and I are more like an old married couple that just argue about <laughs> yeah. guitar stuff online. Yeah. But so it's a different, it's a different dynamic. I, I mean, it's a, right. it's a shame that it's a shame that Rob isn't closer. He, 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 he's lived in Malta now. Yeah, His wife Malta, is Maltese yeah. and, and he moved, he decided to move to Malta in um, 2020, something like that. So it's a shame because we, 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 we 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 don't see each other face to face very often and i kind of i'm i'm conscious of the fact that it would be fun to make um some more of those funny videos with rob but it he's it, it, he, i can't do it without him you know he's the essential part of that sort of silliness so um, lee lee i mean i i totally see that i mean i'm just i'm just thinking back to some of the videos like the miku video mm -hmm. i mean that's like it's like hysterical like you just mm. like the whole thing is just a riot right so you guys just did some amazing hilarious stuff and i think that's and you know and i wanted to bring it back to that because i think that's what really appeals about your channel and you 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 said it yourself that you just you realize that we're just having a fun time here mm. right and it's not just about qvc and selling stuff um and and it just really comes across in the videos a lot don't, don't you right? think yeah <laughs> I think you, in, in my opinion, there are, how would I sort of say this? I find it quite sad when I meet guitar players who are so serious about the guitar yeah. that they get no joy from playing it because all they are is frustrated that they're not as good as they would like to be. Yep. And yep. I think that's a fairly, mm -hmm. my, it's a fairly small percentage, but you see that actually a lot probably on youtube where people are just this they're aspiring for such levels of perfection they're just constantly disappointed that they're not able to you know and they end up resenting the guitar you know it's yep. like yep oh it's and, so true and i'm just like it's just not you've in my opinion the, the the bulk of people they're not interested in necessarily feeling like they need to see someone play at this epic level yep. they just do it for love and they just want to and they and i like they enjoy they can relate to the stuff that we put out where it's clearly just people doing it for the love of of playing yeah yeah absolutely um and all as as good a player as pete hanore is i think he's you know it works having someone like me around him that's the more sort of you know normal level guitar player and and pete's playing style is um, it's this amazing ability to play simple things, but so unbelievably oh, well yeah. that I still can't play this. You know, I just can't play a G chord as well as Pete plays yeah. a G chord. <laughs> yeah, there's you know, a it's feel. Like, there's a but feel. it's not. Yeah. It's not like crazy tapping. It's not like you know seeing someone tapping that I'm going. I can't even. You know, I mean, I can play a G chord, so I think you can relate to Pete <laughs> and so how he plays, but. You, it's only when you're around him that you just go, oh my God, he's so much better than I am. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but in a sort of a musical sense rather than a technical. I think that's, sense. and I think that's what separates the, the amazing players 
right? Mm-hmm. Is people like like you're describing with Pete. And I wanted to ask you that because you've had this way with the channel, you know, with Andertons of like making like guitar YouTube celebrities, right? <laughs> like like Pete is like a thing on his own almost mm-hmm. now, right? He just mm-hmm. is and Rabia as well. And to and mm-hmm. some and Rob, you know, even though it was originally Rob's uh, channel, you can't deny that you know, his kind of celebrity grew with, with the Andertons channel. So it's just kind of an amazing thing that you've been able to do here. Um, you know, and then it's there's kind, others, you know, there's others as well. Yeah. No, no, but I think it's just truly. And I mean, look at, and look at, you know, Mick started yeah. with you and goes on to make this amazing, you know, you, you, YouTube channel with Dan. These, these right? are all, these are all people that I feel, you know, they were incredibly talented before I met them. Um, yeah. They, almost certainly would have gone on to have been successful in whatever field, you know, whether it was as a professional musician or within YouTube or whatever they want to do. And I was just lucky enough. Maybe it's, a, I, I, I think I know what it is that I'm looking for when I'm looking for people to come onto Anderton's TV. So if there's a skill, maybe it's probably that more than anything. It's 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 going who is going, you, you know, and, and obviously it's kind of there's an there's an element of inevitability that if we find a presenter who ends up being really good, you know that they're just going to go and do their own thing anyway. So there's yeah. there's 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 no sense of but I don't know. I mean, I you know, I, I look at. You know, Rabir is a is a great example. I mean, that that's the craziest. Um, I'm sure Rob and Rabir have told this story, but that is when Rob was filming in Andertons one day, and we decided to go to lunch, and we decided to go to a restaurant, a a, a pub that we don't normally go to. It's a bit further away, and they had a they have an in house kind of pizzeria, and uh, Rabir was working in the pizzeria, and. <laughs> Oh, Literally, no I have not heard this story. Lee. Yeah. I haven't heard the story either. So yeah. Rabir was making the pizzas, and Rob starts ordering a pizza. And Rabir says, "Oh, are you that guy, Rob Chapman?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm Rob Chapman." And Rabir's like, "Oh," and they start chatting. And Rob's like, "Oh, did you play guitar like that? Did I, do you want to jam later or whatever?" And it's like, you know, you work out how many zillions of other universes there are where those two just don't meet. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. what an amazing and, story. You know, Talk about and, coincidence. And then who knows? I mean, I said, Rabir was a phenomenal guitar player even back then, and I'm sure yeah. Rabir would have gone on to do great things. But, like, just as something as stupid as Rob and I could have just decided to go somewhere else for lunch. Like yeah, that. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, and I guess, you know, so there's there's a ton of luck and um, things just fall into place. But, yeah, I think that, you know, that we, we've, we've been incredibly lucky. But that that's, I think... You know the guys will tell you if you speak to them. You know I'm I'm pretty um, I'm pretty set on what it is that I think we need to do as a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You know it, it's like I know we're a gear review channel, so there might be an opportunity to find another million subscribers if we decide to go down the Rick Beato route, or we get you know. But <laughs> yeah, fundamentally. <laughs> we're a gear review channel gear, so that's yeah, what we're right. going to do and if there's a smaller audience for that i'm okay with that okay um it's we are we're about the joy and the love of making music and i think it's hard to do that with a single presenter i think you need two presenters to feel like they're sharing the experience yep um i think honesty is really important 
So feeling like we're not trying to, we're not trying to sell you stuff that we're demonstrating. We're just trying to show you what we think of it. And then yeah. it's, you choose what you yeah, want and to do. I think that, that definitely is con- the enjoyment and all that stuff is totally conveyed on, on, yeah. on the channel. And I don't, I don't think it ever, ever comes off like it's trying to be sold, but I kind of, I wanted to ask you about that though. How do you, because of the kind of that, that overlap, like you, you, you own a guitar shop, you know, mm-hmm. you sell a bunch of guitars and gear every day. So how do you decide what you're putting on the channel? Um, and what's that, what's that kind of process? Is it, is it you that decides it? Do you guys, you, you know, you kind of talk um, to the team or is it you and Pete? I think if you look at the channel, the bulk, the bulk of what qualifies to get onto the channel is just have to be new and interesting. So yeah. it just has to be, here's a new piece of kit and it's kind of interesting or it's new to us. Um, so that's, that's the bulk of it. There isn't really, um, we we have to we have to sell it so you know if it, we'll often have people going why have you never demonstrated axe effects for example and axe yeah. effects is a cool product and you know i've got nothing bad to say about axe effects but we don't sell it so right. um that's why, why w- that's why we would <laughs> feature it. it on the channel so you know it's like it, i'm it, i'm sure it's a great product and but you have to go and find out for yourself whether you like that you know we're not part of that equation um, I think the, you know, we try and balance the, I mean, so the money we make from YouTube, you know, that comes in in ad revenue, yep. you know, doesn't even touch the sides compared to what it costs to run Andertons. <laughs> so of course, you know, what pays the bills is the fact that hopefully you will buy something from it and we'll make a profit on that thing. And but, well, there we go. But I've never felt that. <laughs> What I love about the guitar industry, and I, I did actually have one job. Well, I left Anderton's when I was about, or before I started sort of really full-time, I was still part-time at Anderton's. I, I, my dad really didn't want me to join Anderton's. He oh. was like, I, I really think, you know, I really think there's better jobs out there, Lee, than working in a guitar store. Interesting. Okay. So I, I worked for Panasonic as a photocopier salesman for about, eight or nine months wow oh interesting (laughs) and you want to know the difference so so i am turning up to meetings and offices and knocking on doors with a product that nobody wants to buy you know it's like (laughs) that is sales okay i'm pretty sure if i said to you know if i said to every single guitar player out there you know, do you want to buy anything from Anderton's? They were like, I want to buy everything from Anderton's. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. all that's the only problem here is money, right? Yeah. There's no, it's not, they don't want the thing. So, yeah. so my feeling is I don't feel we sell anything. We simply have a great big selection of things that you already want. Our job is here just to, if you can't make it to the store, our job is here just to kind of go, well, this one does this and this one does this, and maybe this one is better for this and this. And then when you're ready, you're going to buy the thing anyway. So uh, that's why I go back to that Panasonic thing. You know, it's like, we're not in sales. We're just in trying to facilitate you making a better decision than you may not, you may have made otherwise by going, you know, and I said, and I appreciate we're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we're trying to do this online and we're sort of saying, well, if you have an amazing local guitar store with a thousand guitars in it, 
uh, and great staff go there and choose what you want to buy but the yeah. reality is for most people they don't have that and so they're That's obviously right. going to you know hopefully come to a channel like this and 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 hopefully we can help um yeah. uh, make them better informed and hopefully we can make them laugh while we're doing it as well and so that's really the um that's really the angle so it's and and i know i'm going to get on my soapbox now but <laughs> i know we love it we we welcome soapboxes <laughs> on the <this> show <laughs> I, I don't like i don't like seeing youtube being used as a as a platform to disingenuously sell product yeah. and i see it all the time yeah all the time and Ander yep. anderton's is in this amazing space where you go we've got the momentum now uh, and the customer loyalty that i don't have to try and sell you anything because i know i'm going to take enough orders today to pay the bills anyway yeah yeah you know it's like my job now is just to is 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 about the uh, customer loyalty and community and that sense of just making sure that the next time you're ready to buy something and maybe it's tomorrow maybe it's next week maybe it's next year but when you're ready you would like to buy it from anderton's that's yep. the that's all it is that's the job and to make sure that when you do decide that you want something that we've got it in stock and we can ship it to you quickly and if you've got a problem with it we're going to look after you and all that kind of stuff but the actual pressure to buy it it's that's not that's not my job yeah um and I don't like it when I see, and it goes on all the time. Of course, brands are paying people thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of dollars on YouTube. You know, Christian Ronaldo gets a million dollars to tweet that, you know, this new aftershave oh, is great yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's yep. just, it's just disingenuous. And it, and I don't, and, and, and I just think it's, um, anyway, that's my soapbox. And I, I never ever name names. But you know whether it's retailers or influencers, but you know they're all, they're they're, they're, they're out often there. maybe they're guilty we, of going. No, you're, you're this is right. the best thing since sliced bread, when it isn't. And you can tell. Yeah. You can totally. We spent. We dedicated part of a show to this about mm. like how you know how do you tell who's genuine out there in the gear world and on YouTube and and how can you tell mm. what they're trying to tell you or what they're telling you isn't exactly what they're you know what the truth is. Um, and oftentimes it's not that hard to see between the lines, you know, um, mm, yeah. sometimes it can be, but you know, you, you, there's, you know, we all know some of the channels that are out there. We're not going to yeah, we step on anybody's them. feet here, but, no, no. but, it, but we know but it them, is true. You know? It is true. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel, you know, we, we over 80% of our audience on YouTube isn't even in the UK. So you, you know, all those wow. guys are taking yeah. all the information that we're giving out there and absolutely going and buying it somewhere else. Oh, totally. And that's completely yeah. fine by me. Uh, uh -huh. As long as you hopefully when you do make that decision to buy something, you feel like somehow Anderton's, you know, what's the right word? Just helped you make a better decision for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, um, Lee, I think Lee, the other we, thing, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say one more wrap. thing, Lee. I think, I think you yourself, um, being on this channel and doing what you do, I think there's like an endearing quality to that as well. Like, I don't think that you can, you can discount the fact that you're the owner of this place mm. and you're there and you're being honest 
And it's like, you know, me as somebody who's buys a lot of gear, it's like, you know, you see that like, all right, this is who I'm supporting. Like I'm supporting this type of an operation. I'm not supporting some conglomerate, you know, like Guitar Center that who the heck knows who it is and where it is. It's like I'm supporting this 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 operation. And this is, you mm-hmm. know, I like I like the content. I'm supporting that. So I think there's a lot to be said about that as well. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't kind of be lost there, on. There's people. another. Yeah, there's another interesting juxtaposition that i think occurs in music retail is i genuinely genuinely love the products that we sell and i genuinely genuinely still feel the goosebumps and choke up a little bit when i see a family bring their young child in and buy them a guitar starter pack and the box opens, and especially if it's a red strap, because there's something about red, <laughs> and the fa- and the kid's face lights up. I'm like, that's what I do it for. And and bizarrely, because of that, I've made quite a lot of money out of doing it. <laughs> you have, yeah. Right. <laughs> if but but if I came in going, here's an opportunity to make a lot of money. I'm going to try and sell guitars. And that's where your conglomerates kind of come in because yeah, right. they're owned by investment companies who right. couldn't care less what they're selling. They just have yeah. a portfolio of businesses in all different sectors. And the objective is to just make as much money for the shareholders as possible. That's right. I just go, it's, <laughs> you, you, you will make different decisions and they won't be in the best interest of you. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't appeal to me. So no, I, I think I, that's I, right. Yeah. Right. I enjoy the trappings of the success that we've had yeah but i don't do it for that reason you well you're know? doing it for the right anybody, reasons yeah well you're yeah. doing it for you're doing it for different reasons i mean someone else might yeah, well, disagree with me you know but yeah I, but i mean for what for what me you know it's meaning it's meaningful to you and that's what matters mm-hmm. and that certainly comes across and and i think that's what you know i'm sure you have a lot of loyal customers um that that shop at anderton's and they're going to keep coming back because of that because that's yeah that yeah. kind of attitude could, is conveyed you can probably, you know, I think if you, and I, you know, whether you're going to make podcasts about music or you're going to try and write songs or you're going to try and manufacture product or you get, I do think that, you know, the, 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 the most successful people will be the ones that didn't do it chasing the success. Yeah. You know, they did it yeah, for the love right. and, the, right. and the, and the success kind of is a byproduct of, of, of the Such love of great. doing it. Such a great point, Lee. If like yeah. you're you're genuine to yourself, right? And mm. and what you're doing, dare I say, authentic to yourself, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, then that then that's what it is, and that comes across, and it totally yeah. comes across in what you guys are doing, and it and I, you know, I think that's totally true. So, what do you think, Dave? I think we're coming up to the end. Of yeah, our let's. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start mm-hmm. wrapping this up uh, at least on the regular episode. <laughs> we're gonna take this thing over to Patreon, where I'm actually gonna ask Lee. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in an awkward spot because Lee, I want you to sell me something. You guys just put a video. You just put this video out, and yeah. I want you to sell it to me because I need it. Okay. And maybe maybe you don't even need to sell it to me because I already want it. So yeah. Um. But real quick, uh, hey everybody, thank you for uh, listening to this episode of the Guitar Dads podcast. We were so excited to have Leon Lee. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. You're welcome. Um, I'm sure our listeners really love uh, the conversation. And uh, yeah, you can go check us out at, Inst- uh, at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram. Come join the private Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Guitar Dads Podcast, where you can uh, support the show, where we're going in a few seconds. And um, 
Yeah, Matt, anything else? I think that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. That's it. Thank you to Lee and keep rock alive. Catch you on the flips.